Hey friends, it's Sarah. And it's been a while. Um, I hope you all are doing good. Um, you probably all know how I'm doing, but more from the title of whatever I decide to put on here. But I am doing good. I just realized that I had my last episode go live on 523 and it was obviously pre-recorded. And I asked for a divorce on 520 and I've kind of fallen off the face of the earth. Um, I'll tell you, I've probably recorded an episode, I think I've probably recorded like four or five to like hour points, like throughout this process. And I feel like it's been very therapeutic to kind of just like ramble it all out there. But even today I have notes next to me because I want to make sure I'm very concise, um, with just like what I'm talking about. Um, because I've had a lot of, a lack of words to discuss on it. But if I get passionate, I have a surplus of words and I can't shut up. And I wanted something in the middle, you know? Even now, um, I'm doing the episode because it's partially scripted, partially because, like, I just, I want to make sure that I touch on what's needed to know. And we all know I love to go off track, um, which I clearly did. That was that was scripted and all the rest of this past minute and a half has not been scripted. So, love that for me. But I'll start this off by saying I'm good. (laughs) I'm much better than I've been in a long time. And this divorce has been um, the best gift I've given to myself, um, even when it's hard. Um, And it it has been hard. It's mostly been a lot about change and how I accepted all this mistreatment and how I was like begging like for more and all this stuff. But again, I, I feel like I've spoken a bit on the divorce and the way my ex treated me on other platforms like my Instagram and my TikTok. Um, and this I like using a bit more as like a straightforward like help sort of thing, like not as much as a venti type of platform. I have gone through and deleted any episodes that I used to do in the past about venting because I want this to have a different, more uplifting approach. Um, maybe if I have like guests on and we do like a back and forth and there's story times in there, that's different. But for me just sitting here, I don't want anyone to think I'm just like here to complain and like talk poorly about people that have passed through my life um as far as anything on my other social medias um my ex has not seen and approved everything I post but I told them the bound the lines of what I'd be talking about and they said yeah it's all true go ahead so (laughs) it's done with a decent respect um so I'm gonna refrain here and my as time passes my only wish is that they just stay far away from me um that's that's it you know and it's very nice and simple to kind of be that way um I do want to discuss it to kind of help others if they're on a similar path or position or they find themselves here one day which I really hope you don't but divorces are 50 50 so you, you really never know um I relied heavily on TikTok watching people that were recently divorced watching people plan for divorce things like that um to find hope for myself as I was starting all of this and as I was thinking about it And so I figured I would start by talking about, like, my warning signs that I ignored. Um, One was my therapist would always ask me, like, even leading up to the wedding, she was like, if the family pressure, which I didn't really have, but, like, you know, you invite people to a wedding, yada, yada, like, if that was all gone and not even that, but then the financial burden was also gone, like, you could cancel everything and get your money back, like, would you still get married? And I was was like, yes, yes, I'd still get married. I love them, blah, blah, blah. And a few weeks before the wedding, I caught myself 
saying yes and I'm like I'm I'm lying right now and I was like you know what it's just it's jitters like it's just anxiety like I'm such an anxious person like I need to calm down okay fine that was one um then it was like more pre-wedding stuff like people would ask like for bridal showers and bachelorette trips and this and that I felt like I was like begging people to care that like no one fully supported my ex and I together and so it was kind of showing in their enthusiasm to like do things because it was for us it wasn't just for me like I saw people excited for me because they knew I wanted this but not like for me because they thought it was good for me or for us for a relationship standpoint and it made me super insecure I picked up on it right away um I remember being at the clerk's office filling out the application to get married like a license or whatever it is and you have to take if it's like your first second third whatever marriage and I'm taking first and I felt like it was like I'm not trying to act like I like I'm so raven or something um but I'm taking in the first box and I I see in my head like that I one day I'm gonna take the second box and I was like well that's freaky I was like do you know what this is just anxiety and honestly if the same things keep popping up and you say it's just anxiety sometimes eh. um the night before the wedding, my ex and I had a really big fight about how much they were drinking and, like, to the point that, like, they had made me cry and I'm not here to kind of rehash it, but I was like, I could call this all off now. I have a really good reason. I've been asking for a reason. Like, I could do it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just being dramatic. And there were so many points that I'm like, I'm just being dramatic. Like, I was almost like, how would someone judge me for calling it off for this reason, for that reason, for this? And at the end of the day, it only matters why I'm doing it and why I think it's right. The day we got married, I was thinking about finding the clerk and asking her not to mail it in, or I honestly thought we were going to get it and we had to mail it in. So I was like, oh, maybe I just won't mail it in. Like, we need to figure out, like, what happened the night before the wedding, like, blah, blah. Next thing I know, my name's changed. Um, And even going home that night and looking up how to get an old or divorce, like, a day after getting married, because I was like, I feel trapped. Like, this wedding ring feels like a handcuff, like a shackle. Like, I know that they joke about a ball and chain, but that's normally men because toxic masculinity, whatever. But I was like, how do I get out of this? Like, I think I made a really big mistake. Um, And I was always pinning it to anxiety. Um, Wondering, like, why I was so, like, anxious. And I was like, maybe it was because of them. Like, it was. Like, even my mom, this past Christmas, she was telling my ex, like, hey, like, we need to get that spark back that Sarah has, like, Sarah lost the spark in her eye, like, blah, 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 and, like, my ex was telling me about it on the drive home, and they were, like, what was she talking about, like, you've always been this anxious mess, you've always been this and that ever since I've known you, like, you, you've never been like that, like, I don't know who she's talking about, because that's not you, and I was sitting there, and I'm, like, shit, like, you definitely are the reason why I am so anxious, so upset, so unnerved, um, and that was in December. That was like three months after we got married, two months. Um, and then discontinuous fights where someone wouldn't change. And it's one of those things that like relationships take to you can't just work harder to fix it all by yourself. It it takes two and that is something I've I would beat myself up over, like with this whole divorce of like, oh like I I really needed to do more. Like, maybe they just need me to carry it all for a few months and they would be back. But I was like, I carried it for years. There's only so much you could expect of someone. And, like, even then, it's like, I don't know. Again, I don't want to talk too poorly and I'm going off the script that I clearly wrote out. Um, But, like, 
even if someone's not carrying everything, like, just be nice, and, like, they couldn't even do that, and so that, like, just really nailed it, nailed the coffin, you know, um, let's see, and it got to a point that, for reasons I've posted about on TikTok, and I'm not going to go into here, I no longer felt safe around them, I felt like I was in danger, um, a good portion of the time, and so, I just didn't feel safe, and so I started posting on Reddit to see if, like, I was being overdramatic by the things I was getting upset at, because I was told I was being manipulative, I was being overdramatic, I was a problem, and I'm like, am I going nuts? Because I don't feel like any of this is a problem, and, like, my ex was very much like, you can't talk to your friends about our relationship, you can't talk to your family about our relationship, so I didn't feel safe asking the people around me either, so I'm going to strangers on the internet, which I've made some friends off of, so thank you if any of you are listening, but <clears throat> I started posting and asking for help and questions and stuff, because in like January and February, because I was like, I just, I don't know what to do, I feel so alone, I feel so scared, like, I have no idea if I'm asking too much, like, maybe I am, like, I, I don't know, and so then we had like a big fight in like March and so I contacted a lawyer because I wanted to make sure I had rights to everything that was mine and so he told me I did and that I should get out before we were married a year and all this stuff and I was like you know what I have the answers to my questions that I'm going to get everything I want so I know that like I'm safe but I'm gonna try one more time and so once we had reconciled and like started speaking slowly again from that argument um It was okay for a little bit. My birthday was in the middle of that and like things started to get a little better. Um, but a few days, like the day that the, like, excuse me, the day that the divorce was initiated, we had a great day. It was one of the best days we'd had in forever. And I remember looking at them, they were spreading mulch and I was just like, if this was the every day that we had, forever and everything was great and everything was perfect I don't think I could ever fully love them again or trust them again or feel safe with them again I was like I think it's just too far gone and so we ended up going on a walk and we were talking about some stuff that we had been arguing about previously and it just came to a head and I was honest about the lawyer and I was like maybe I'd be okay with therapy like I don't know and they were kind of like if you've talked to a lawyer this is probably done and I was like all right go ahead be dramatic I guess sure um and One of the hardest parts of this is it sucked to give up. Obviously, no one gets married to get divorced. But for it all to blow up so quickly, which I'm grateful for as well, because there could have been kids, there could have been a joint house involved. And I'm just sorry, I got cut off. The dog started barking. Um, clearly, this is a well-professional podcast. Um, but I, I am at my mom's right now, so I'm just wanting to record this to get this out there um, and start prepping for my next few episodes because... It's nice to feel creative again, um, but I'll dive into that in a minute. But it just got to the point that I'm, I was so glad that there was nothing really tied to us, that this has been super easy. It's just filing the paperwork. It's just waiting to be stamped by a judge. Like, we signed everything. Everything's good. Um, I remember for months, like, just, like, they go leave to, like, go do something that was more important. And I just, like, would fantasize about changing the locks and telling them not to come back like for months and I was just like I'm so beat down I'm so tired I'm exhausted I'm anxious 24 7 I'm afraid of everything and like 
this is not who I was. And it's scary because I'm like, what if I would sit there and I was like, what if the anxiety is just something that happened to me that's not related to my ex at all? And we end this when they were decently supportive. I'd say like, all right, fine. Five times. Half, half supportive. Let's say that. Like, I was like, then I lose that even then, you know? And my anxiety, it was like a blanket. I, it was lifted right away. I felt it like as soon as they were out of the house and the wedding bands were off, I, I, I felt like me again. And it was an absolutely insane. It was a surreal feeling. And it doesn't mean I'm still not sad that something didn't work out. And that who knows if we really, if we put our no part of me is like, we just didn't put our noses down hard enough. Like they gave up because like, even when they went to like leave, they're like, I, I'll wonder for the rest of my life, like how this would have worked out if I tried more. Like they told me that. And like, that's just a kick in the teeth. Like to just know that there's all these options, like not these options. There's all these options to work on it and to try and that they just didn't want to try. So I know that I gave my all, but I'm like, how could I have made them give their all? But you can't make someone do that. It's just, it's hard when you're a people pleaser and you want everything to work that it's so easy to just blame yourself. Um, but the first week or so was tough, um, solely because it was a change in routine. Everyone settled pretty quick. The dogs didn't really care. I didn't really care like about them coming home or anything like that, but it was like, okay, like, I need to take out the trash. Um, and honestly, and I need to hire a lawn guy. Those were the two changes I really had to experience. Everything else has been pretty normal. Um, they really didn't contribute much. Um, and thankfully through it all, even through crying, I never wanted them back once. I miss their family a lot and I still do. And I probably will for the majority of my life. They were all I really had for like five plus years because I lived around them. I didn't really see my own family. Um, I cried a lot about living alone. I'd never done it before. It was so overwhelming. It was so scary. But even now, like living at my mom's, like for a few days, I'm like, wow, it is really nice to just go live somewhere else. Um, like to not have to worry about pants or a dish in the sink or you're in charge of everything which is scary, but also really freeing. Um, and no one else is there to make a mess for you, which is also really nice. But, um, I thought I wanted to go back to New York. I'm still up in the air on honestly what I want to do, but I do really love the life I have in Massachusetts. I just think I was running to the familiar and it was kind of like, wow, I get all this like burden of like, and again, I wouldn't want it any other way, but like, pets and house and this and that and bills on top of me and like I just get to see my ex like walk away and go live with their family and call me that they're spending $300 on drinks and I'm like okay cool that's fun um but again I've learned to not I'm kind of like just I was bitter for a bit I was angry I was frustrated and now it's just like I just want to keep going I have so much more to give and to receive and to be a part of that this is behind me. Um, I have some great friends that kept me busy. They never wanted me to be alone. Um, but I definitely had some time to embrace being alone, not just like when I was working, um, which I think helped a lot with kind of healing and moving forward. Um, I started casually dating a little bit. I made some new friends and I found my own routines. I have a routine for pretty much every day. And honestly, I'm trying to get better with them because as you can hear, 
sorry if I make you yawn. I have been so sleepy lately. All the time. I don't get it. But, um, I'm just happy to dive into all these separate, like, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I'm happy to, like, dive into all this separately, like, casually dating, making new friends, finding routines, where I want to live, how, like, things can be so scary when you have all these options. Um, my friend and I were talking about it last night of, like, how, like, college kind of, in, like, growing up, you're, like, for the first 23 years of your life, you're told, okay, you do this, and then you do this, and then you do this, and then it all stops. You're like, okay, what the hell do I do now? Like, yeah, it's cool to have choices, but it's also petrifying as hell. Um, but I will just say, I feel so lucky to be grateful for where I am and for where I'm going. It's been what? So May, June, July, August, September. It's been four months since all of this started and honestly some of it some of the time I felt like a vegetable because for part of it I started selling my house and looking for apartments or moving to New York and I was bouncing all over the place and I had attorneys for selling the house and renting an apartment and getting a divorce and it was just it was so much that like I've been drained on a lot of aspects and I haven't felt creative I haven't felt anything like that it's been super busy or like I'll just stare out and like have to rewatch a comfort show because I couldn't take the capacity of a new show or like read some like basic romance book because that's all my brain could compartmentalize or could understand whatever so to feel like I'm getting into this creative space um has been really nice I definitely love TikTok so I've always been doing that but like all these other creative avenues I've loved um it's been nice to kind of go back to and I don't know I kind of want to make a list of some more episodes I posted some on my Instagram story which will be gone by now sorry um of what to share next and to go through it there but Tuesdays at 9 a.m we are back baby and I think I'm going to work on some new cover art for the podcast after this so hopefully there'll be something new for you um this upcoming week but yeah, I'm just excited to share things with you guys. Um, it's crazy because I started this podcast like two years ago and I was 24 and I was like, oh yeah, I just said 20 something and now I'm 26, almost 27 and I'm like, oh my God, am I going to have to change the podcast one day? <laughs> but I do really enjoy it and um, yeah, I'm just grateful to be here. So... <laughs> Will, Willow is snoring next to me if you could hear her but I hope you all are doing well I hope you and your loved ones are doing well of course and until next time bye